Hey there, it is Tiffany with Rock Bottom Wellness and I'm here to talk to you today about setting those goals and New Year's resolutions. But if you are new here or if you've been seeing me for a while, my name is Tiffany. I own Rock Bottom Wellness, as I said, and I'm a person who came from frustrating fatigue, feeling like there was no hope. I always had normal test results, but I still feel like garbage. And that is why I'm here today and do what I do to help you be able to feel and function your best. So that's what we're here to talk about today. And it is January 10th. And unfortunately, this is about the time of year that everybody's resolutions that they set out to do in December, they're super motivated. Um, you know, towards the end of the year, they're setting all these goals, all these resolutions, they have themselves set up for all this success. And then by January 10th, those goals start to wane or the actions towards those goals start to wane because most of the time people are setting up themselves for doing too much, too fast. It gets too daunting when life sets in. We have um, busy lives. We have jobs, kids, um, you know, just general tasks around the house, whatever we need to keep doing to just keep our head above water. And then we're going to add you know, this perfect meal plan, and we're going to add this perfect workout routine, and things get hard, and we start to fold. So how do we combat that? So the first thing that I'm going to be so bold to do is to kind of set some goals for you without talking to any of you. I'm just wanting to touch base with people just based on, it's not really new research, but it's, um, it's, it's new-ish in the sense that there's more information out there, more studies have been done, more comprehensive studies have been done on this one macronutrient. And everybody knows, and everybody's trying to get more protein, right? We all know this. This That part's not new. But sometimes we don't really understand why it's so important. And so if we talk about that a little bit, maybe it will help you incorporate that into your routine and maybe that is your one New Year's resolution, your new goal, if you even do the resolution things. Everybody's, everybody should look and reach for goals to strive for and to improve themselves in whatever way that looks like for them. But sometimes it is difficult. And then the, the people that I work with often have felt so terrible for so long that they're looking and grasping at everything. And then nothing works quite, quite right. And they start to feel defeated and frustrated. And then they just start this vicious cycle over and over again. They never get out of it and never start to actually feel better. So let's get into the protein thing a little bit. I mean, protein is an amino acid. We th There are 20 amino acids that come together in threes to make a chain of amino acids to create different types of proteins that do different things in our body. Proteins are imperative for our immune system function, hormone production, um, repair of tissue, repair of muscles, um, brain brain chemicals to help keep you level and healthy in your, in your mental health. There's so many things that amino acids are needed for, and we don't quite understand that we actually need to eat dietary protein in order to create those things. So out of the 20 amino acids that we have, there's nine of them that are actually essential. Um, that means we need to get from food. The, the others can be sort of put together by um, amino acid pools in the body, take it from skeletal muscle if needed, and that kind of thing, which we don't want that to happen, right? So we need to fuel our bodies properly 
with the right amount of protein. So there's, you know, been this with, you know, this conventional wisdom tells us that we only need women only need, there's different ranges, but say 0.5 to 0.8 grams per pound of body weight. I think the original studies are all done in, um, you know, kilograms, which is going to change, change that number up too. Um, but what we're showing now is that you need to have about one gram at minimum, one gram per pound of lean body weight. So what is your lean body weight? I mean, you can go have it measured. You can go to a laboratory and get everything all figured out. But what I would suggest is that you think about the weight that you have been at where it feels like you can maintain that weight where you feel good, where you feel healthy, you feel like you have the energy, but it didn't take you to starve yourself to get there and stay there. And it doesn't require you, require you to bust your butt at the gym to stay at that weight. What weight is that for you? Um, don't put anything else around it as in, oh, I wasn't, I was like that in my twenties and I'm in my forties now and there's no way I can be that weight again. You know, that was when I was 15, you know, don't, don't really put that information into it. Just look at what is the weight that you feel good at as an adult in your full, full grown adult where you feel good. And with those parameters, you don't have to bust your butt at the gym and you don't have to starve yourself to stay there. Let's just say just for easy numbers that that weight is 120 pounds. Okay. So if you weigh 120 pounds or you like to weigh 120 pounds, maybe you currently weigh 170 pounds. That's okay. You're going to eat for 120 pounds, 120, that would be 120 grams of protein. All right. So if you are then prioritizing protein to get to that 120 grams, then you now need to actually do something with that dietary protein in your body. You have now fueled your body properly with protein so that you can prioritize um, resistant training. So maybe that's body weight exercises, depending on where you're starting from. Body weight exercises, resistance bands, dumbbells, barbells, um, you know, just start to be able to use your muscles, use those skeletal muscles so that you can build them up because you're now fueling your body properly with the proper amount of um, the amino acids from the proteins that you're eating. Now, one caveat is that that protein should come from quality sources. I don't want, you know, gas station protein bars on a regular. If you're using things like that in a crutch, that's fine. I want you to use real whole foods most of the time. Um, you can use some protein powders to to get you by um but quality matters i will put in in the comments that a, a link to a protein powder that i highly recommend it's professional quality it's high quality it has no other junk in it and that will help you get to that protein goal you can use things like that but try to utilize real healthy whole foods as much as possible the other thing I recommend is that you get the majority of your protein source from animal protein. They're better assimilated into the body. They're more bioavailable than all the um, grouping you do need to do for the most part with plant-based proteins. So that is why if you, if you um, hear about people create a complete protein by combining rice and beans, um, yes, that complete is a complete protein, meaning it has these all the amino acids in it, but 
with that comes a ton of carbohydrates and not to be afraid of carbohydrates, but the majority of people I work with, and if you are dealing with being overweight or obese or whatever level you're at, then there is some level of insulin resistance in there. There is some level of blood sugar dysregulation that is not going to help. Not right now. So make the primary sources of your protein, good quality, whole food and animal sourced. So I've created a protein chart where I decided that I needed to figure out my protein intake and th um, see where things were at. And I thought I was doing fine with it. Um, but I was mostly eyeballing, like if I was making a salad and I would take out some chicken breast that I'd had grilled from the night before, I would just look at it, eyeball it and think, okay, that fits on a salad. Well, I'll, I'll eat that. That's fine. And it would fill me up and it would be fine. Um, but then when I started measuring just that example out the amount of protein I was actually eating, I just got a food scale from Target, no big deal. Um, and I was realizing that I was only having like two to three ounces of chicken which only equates to about 21 grams of protein. So that was not going to help me meet my goals. I averaged about 60 grams of protein when I first checked into it. It was about a year ago. And so from there, I just kept adding 10 grams per week per day um, to, to make sure that I get to the amount that I needed to get to in order to make it seamless in my body. I didn't decide, okay, I'm start eating. I'm only eating 60 grams now and now I'm going to start eating 120 grams tomorrow because that would have been really hard to do. And that would be hard for most people to do just to wrap their brain around what is the amount of grams of protein that I need to get and where do I get this? So you have to kind of work to assimilate all that information in to your life because you're busy, right? So what you need to do is look at the protein where you're starting from. So average it out over the last, you know, three days, five days of just normal eating. Don't do anything different. Just do what you normally do. And that is your baseline and then build from there. Okay. So if you start out like I was at around 60 grams, then build up to that 120 or whatever your goal is and just work at it slowly. You don't have to do it this month. You don't have to do it this week. Okay. So just work towards that goal. So that's much different than saying my new year's resolution is to eat 120 grams of protein. I'm going to do it today and every day. And I'm without fail there's not going to be any ups and downs with that. Okay. That's not going to be sustainable. Um, so just build that. That's like a habit stack that you can do. So for example, one medium sized egg is about six grams of protein. So if you just think about, I'm going to, I'm going to add another 10 grams to get to 70 grams per day for that week, you could add another egg, and you could add maybe an ounce of cheese if you're doing dairy. That will get you to about 11 grams right there. So it's not like you have to add these huge portions of food to get that protein. You just have to be mindful of it. So if anybody, anybody needs that protein chart, let me know. It's just a Google sheet. I can add you to it. Um, so in the comments under this video, or if you're listening on the podcast, you can reach out and just tell me you want that protein sheet. I need um, your email to do so. Um, so go ahead and do that. And then the other things that you need to look at with regard to resolutions, and like I said, it's only January 10th, and most people's resolutions have gone to the wayside by now, um, which is unfortunate. So just like I said, to sort of have it stack ways to get 10 grams of protein per week to add up to your total, 
um, what you can do with other habits. If you're looking at what you want to improve in your life, um, just do little bits at a time until and then level it up. You don't have to do the same thing forever for an entire year, whatever your goals are. You can just keep adding to make it an improvement. So if you're going to work on sleep, if maybe one of your goals is you need to work on your sleep because you know that if you got better sleep, you would actually start to you would start to be healthier in general. Um, and if you are someone who struggles with getting seven to nine hours of sleep, maybe this should be part of your resolution or part of your um, health goal for the year for 2024. But what I would say is start working at ways that you can improve your sleep. So this would be habit stacking. Maybe if you have a tendency to stay up too late and you're not going to bed till midnight, for example, then just start working backwards and say, okay, I'm going to go to bed and make a concerted effort to go to bed at 1130 instead of midnight. I'll just at least be in bed. You know, maybe you're not sleeping right at 1130, but maybe you just need to back it up a little bit and then replace TV watching or phone scrolling or TikTok watching or whatever it is that keeps your brain wired. Um, maybe replace that with journaling or maybe you play, replace it with reading something like an actual book, not something on your phone because you don't want to keep those lights on on your phone keeping you alert. Um, so just think of things like that that you can do to help improve how you you are improving your life. All right. So things that you can do that are kind of seamless in your day that aren't so big, make big changes when they accumulate and they start to work, work with you to help improve your health, you will see a difference. So where in your life are you looking to improve? And what are little ways that you can improve upon them without causing too much upset to to your schedule to your system to how you already do things because the whole idea and the reasons why resolutions fall to the wayside so early on in the year is because they don't work within our life we usually put these big goals out there or big i don't things we want to change and it doesn't really fit it's like putting the square peg into a round hole situation we want to make sure that we can actually achieve set yourself up for success essentially is the name of the game here all right so with that i want to invite you to my fatigue fix inner circle membership if you want to be able to learn about specific things about how to improve your body or overall health if you are sick and tired of feeling frustrated and fatigued if you are sick and tired of not being able to shed the weight if you have inflammation and joint pain and you cannot get rid of it, then I invite you to join this inner circle membership because you have all the resources there, the information there, you get all kinds of support in order to help you through that. You're going to be able to be a different person by going through this, these modules in there. There's all kinds of information that can help you lose the weight, overcome your fatigue, decrease the joint pain, improve your mental health, get rid of that anxiety, get rid of that depression, help yourself sleep better. You can overcome all of that by being a part of this inner circle membership. So it's kind of like a concierge nutrition. So it's sort of like a one-stop shop for all the nutrition information, education that you need, but also you get one-on-one -on -one time with me every month. So I invite you to that inner circle membership 
if you're ready to start something different, if you're ready to get those new habits set in stone and make them seamless into your life, if you're ready to become energized and feel amazing and have a great outlook in life and actually feel motivated to do the things you once did in your life, this inner circle membership is for you. So fatigue fix inner circle membership. I'll put the links to join um, in the comments. I would love to see you in there and I'd love to support you. This is what I do. I help people that were in similar that are in similar circumstances that I was. And I can't even tell you what a different place you can be in, in three, six, nine, 12 months from now. It can be like unrecognizable. You will be unrecognizable. All right. So um, thanks for joining me today. I'll be back next week and with for more information so that you can help yourself feel and function your absolute best. All right. Have a great day. Thank you.